0: Hi, it's Wes Johnson. And John St. John. And we're here for GGR Pirate Radio. Yeah, because they've got balls of steel. Yes, and we may take those from you when we're done.
1: Did you get to hear um, the episode that M- MC and I did of? Uh, we we call it Overflow on the mic when we when we do like a just the two of us where we mash up our two solo podcasts.
0: Which one was that recent?
1: Oh yeah, we just did it last week. Yeah, we we talked about that. Well, actually, you probably wouldn't have watch- you wouldn't have listened to it because it's about that show You on Netflix that you haven't watched. So.
0: Oh yeah, season two of You. Yes. Did- what did I what did I say that sounded like? I made a joke, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's unimportant now um yeah we we ended up doing that but
1: like the, the best part about it is is because i call it we call it a mashup the the theme songs that i use for it are always mashups of songs and i found dude i found one it's a lady gaga and rammstein mashup that is just like ridiculous oh it's my. so good yeah, it's it's so freaking good. And then I found um, uh, I found a couple of them that were just really, really, really ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I, I went through a phase there. I got a bunch on my phone here that are just banging. The best one ever, though, I found was Michael Jackson beat it mashed up with the Trooper by Iron Maiden. Nice. It is unbelievable because they not only do the two songs together, like it's the the Troopers instrumental with the Michael Jackson, you know, vocals. Yeah. Um, but they found a way to mash up the two solos, which I was like, that's really impressive because most of the time they don't do that uh, on a mashup.
1: I'll have to check that out. But here's what I'm going to do for all you listening friends out there. And, and again, guys, I do it every single podcast. I'm going to do it every single time because you guys are awesome. Thank you all for listening. You guys are the best. I'm actually going to play the song. So um, stand by as we listen to Ramstein versus Lady Gaga, do uh telephone mashup. Uh, for your listening pleasure. like that was that is such an awesome match <laughs> it
0: reminds me of the the other one I have it's um what careless what's uh what's the, what's the freaking uh, George Michael song
1: careless whisper
0: careless whisper and then um, the freaking uh, I can't even remember it never mind I'm it's looking at a right song
1: hang on. oh oh careless hang on um the abyss let me say, "Careless Whisper Mashup uh, Slayer." Hang on, hang Yeah, on. "Careless hang Whisper on. in the Abyss" is what it's called. Yeah. It's, oh, that seasons, seems yeah. like a wonderful idea.
0: <laughs> it's <Yeah>. into <intimate. laughs> Yeah. Season, yeah. See, the seasons in the abyss and careless whisper mash together. You know, it's it's pretty tasty. What the hell? Let's listen to that too. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, you no, got no, the sax, sweet, no.
1: yeah the sweet sax and George Michael looking very sad and holding onto a chain for some reason. Don't
0: it's know why. Only reminds everyone of Dare or uh, Deadpool. <laughs> what?
2: Let <laughs> <Not> yourself go. <laughs>
0: so good. This is great. Oh yeah, man, I get. Cause it, I wanted to find out. I remember I, when I started looking for these. Yeah. I wanted to find if there were any good Dream Theater mashups. I was like, did anyone really do one, like that's good? And yeah, there, there's two. I found one where they're mashed up with Bruno Mars, and a really, really good one where they're mashed up with Taylor Swift. Oh yeah. And I was she like, I can't side Taylor, Taylor Swift and Dream Theater. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's the one. It's so good. There's another really good Dream Theater one with Smash Mouth too. But, um, uh, and then I just went down the rabbit hole and just started finding all these rock and roll. Either, you know, like rap or other rock or pop rock songs, um, yeah. stuff you wouldn't even think like, oh, back and back plus staying alive. This is amazing. Like and you just you listen to the whole song laugh and then all of a sudden it's three in the morning.
1: Yeah, um, right. Yeah. You've wasted, wasted your life. <laughs> yeah, I've run into that a lot where it's like, wait, I should have been in bed like three hours ago. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big fan of mashups. But yeah, we always use those on MC's uh, MC and Maya's show that we do when we do the mashup. So this was really just a long plug uh, for you guys to listen to what we call overflow on the mic. So you guys should check out the episode we did. We talked about season two of you. Um, The reason why we're doing this episode, this is we're recording on a Thursday. Normally, we don't record till Fridays Um, and normally we'll end up doing like a lot of content. We normally do two episodes. It's going to be just one episode tonight, but we did this because there's there's a lot going on in the world right now, guys, obviously. And one of the things that I wanted GGR to be is we want it to be that refuge. We want it to be that place where you can go. where You don't have to worry about thinking or dealing with any of that stuff that's outside. And right now it's stressful. There's a lot of stuff going on. Um, Both Steve and I are going to be working from home for the foreseeable future. I mean, for at least 30 days, I think is what they told me. Um, Is MC there? yes i am there he is all <laughs> right gonna, sorry Welcome. for
2: the delay sorry no, sorry about that
1: you're you're good dude it's it's all good it's an open invitation it's i i figure you're like again like we do the diner you know like <laughs> one of us is always going to show up late and have like a great story like so there i was right like that, that's <laughs> what i picture i was just kind of going into the, the why behind why we're doing this tonight um kind of off schedule um, we just we wanted to have a fun podcast that doesn't have to deal with any of this nonsense that's going on because it's 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 serious. It's real. I'm not saying nonsense in the like, oh, it's no big deal. No, it is a big deal. And it's affecting everyone's lives. And we wanted to give people something to listen to, something to distract themselves from all the shit that's going on in the world. So.
2: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: So. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, we started – oh, you missed it. Huh. Um, we talked about mashups. Like did you get to listen to the Overflow on the Mic uh, episode where I put the mashups in for our intro? Uh,
2: no, I haven't been able to get back to it just, just yet. You son of a bitch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is probably just payback for me not listening to your last episode of the Overflow. So. It's
2: all good. It's a new episode coming up though. I hey, play, see, there it, you the I just recorded it yesterday. It's uh, probably going to go up tonight or tomorrow hear that ladies and gentlemen we are producing content for you oh yeah and my pearl jam
1: stop me if you heard this like i said is going to be done this week like i have just a couple more things to record and it'll be up and ready so we are working hard for you because we don't have to actually go to work any of us for a <laughs> while so there's that we got that going for us but we are going to bring back we're going to dust off something that we did last year that we had a blast doing it really brought some insightful conversation uh, amongst us uh Triforce podcasters, or whatever the hell we're calling ourselves. Um, it's the random question generator. So we're, we're kicking that off again. We're doing another episode with the random question generator. Plus, we did have a question from one of our listeners that they want us to answer. So we'll, we'll do that as well. But it's myself, Mike Lunsford. It's Steve Monick. It's MC Brooks. We're kicking off another episode of GGR Pirate Radio starting right now.
0: Listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. You're listening to the Diner on GGR Pirate Radio. It's four leaf clover. Make a wish. Wish you weren't so fucking
1: awkward, bud. Three,
2: The fire is no longer, and the best star has returned. When one chooses to walk the way of the Mandalore, you are both hunter and prey. This is the way. This is the way. This is called Pirate Radio.
0: Somebody
1: coming in Alright, everybody's got this random question generator pulled up, right?
2: Uh, can you send me the link for it? I, I don't think I have it. Steve, you have it, right? I
0: mean, I have it. I just want to prove you have the same one I have. So why don't you send me the link, just so I can confirm that I have the same one that you have.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna start saying letters, and if we say them at the same time, then then we're good, right?
0: Yeah. Well, I, mean, I don't want to you waste your time. You know, I mean, you're gonna be talking a lot on the podcast. So why don't you just put it in the chat, and I'll totally confirm it for you. <laughs> okay. Stand by. <laughs> oh goodness gracious. Anytime anyone ever says that, I immediately think ass is bodacious and there's no reason for me to do that. I don't think I know another lyric to that song, but like any and any anyone in any context, that's just Good immediately gracious. what jumps into my brain. Ass is bodacious. There's something seriously wrong with me?
1: No, because that's all of us. I'm pretty sure. Like, I think we all do that. Like, I don't when. <laughs> so one of the things that we this is obviously getting added back into the show now because he's of this great conversation. Um, <laughs> that job that we both did together, Steve, when we would yeah. be talking to customers and we were asking what kind of heating system they had and if they would say it's electric. In my head, I always went <laughs> boogie 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 like the electric slide. <laughs> like I couldn't help it because I'm a fucking child. So.
0: <laughs> oh man, I'm okay. So I'm glad it's, it's not just me. Then that's that's the important thing. No,
1: it's not just you. <laughs> Oh god, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children <laughs> of all ages. My name is Michael and welcome to GGR Pirate Radio. It's another episode of the diner. It's a special episode of the diner. It's quarantine edition. So we're all like I've got pancakes. Uh, I think Steve ordered a waffle. MC's going healthy. He's got a, a health shake and a, a bowl of uh, granola and yogurt. So um, but we we've, we've sent each other pictures. So we know that like nobody's like lying and having like french fries. So yeah. That's how we're doing things because that's how we're all rolling here uh, in March going into April of 2020 in uh, in this in this world. Actually, it's crazy. It's everywhere. But one of the things that we wanted to do, we don't want to talk about that. We don't want to talk about all this crazy quarantine nonsense and all this other stuff that's going on. We want to talk about something that's going to keep our minds off of the insanity in our real world. We're bringing back the random question generator. We've got it pulled up. Everybody's going to do this. It's going to be a good time. But who is everybody, you might be asking yourself. Well, if this is your first time, welcome. We appreciate it. Check out our website, too. It's greatgeekrefuge.com. We've got lots of great articles, more podcasts that you guys can check out as well. But I have my two co-hosts in this triforce of podcasting awesomeness. Um, The Triforce of Power himself, the guy who helped find GGR with me back in 2014. His name is Steve Monick. Uh,
0: that, That intro was bodacious, my friend.
1: Ask potations yes indeed
0: <laughs> um the third leg in our
1: podcasting tripod uh the triforce of which one is it steve is it he, the, it's courage it's courage. courage it's courage i didn't remember if it was courage or heroism but you know they're similar but he's the triforce of courage you know him you love him he's our comic con expert extraordinaire um hopefully we'll get to go to one of those this year. Uh his name is MC Brooks. Frost. Yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah, right? out of here. Yeah, dude. Um I like that's the one thing that keeps popping up is like everything that like we have planned is getting canceled. Like I was going to go see Letterkenny live tomorrow that, that was like sandy and i were gonna go do that That was gonna be kind of like our our anniversary gift to each other was we were gonna go see the show and it got canceled and then like we have a show that we're gonna go see in the kennedy center in april that got canceled i'm really wondering if awesome is gonna get canceled too like i'm
2: i'm, I'm uh, i don't know yeah the uh, the the festival i was going to the week after awesome con just resched- they just rescheduled for october so yeah yeah uh. Well, I mean, maybe
1: let's let's try to put a silver lining on this. I mean, maybe it just means that we're going to have like just like the most bitchin' fall ever. Like there's just going to be so much cool stuff to do. So let's. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe we can try to take a take something from this. But what we're going to do tonight is we're doing the random question generator because we had a ton of fun doing this last time. Um, MC, I want you to start, man. Find us a question. Pose it to the group. We'll each uh, Steve and myself will answer and then you can answer. And then, uh, Steve, you can go next and then I'll go last and we'll just, we'll keep doing this until we're, we're sick of hearing each other's voices.
2: All right. Well, I actually got a great question right off the back here. Nice. What is your favorite shirt? Ooh. Favorite shirt. One. Favorite shirt. Either can answer
0: first. See, that's interesting. Cause that could go a couple different ways. You know, like for me, favorite shirt, are we talking like the most comfortable or the one I look the best in because those are very, very different. Like I feel like a, you know, a half stuffed beanbag chair and some of my favorite shirts <laughs> because I look like a puffy blob, but I'm comfortable as hell because it's soft and flowy and it's good to sleep in. But I'm a big, big proponent of flannel, like a nice, a nice oh, flannel shirt, you know, something with a, decent color palette to it nothing too bright or too flashy but a good flannel shirt i think would be my answer
1: that's a good answer man that's verse it's versatile too like at, in my new role um as a supervisor like i will wear flannel shirts even on casual days because if i need to go into like a meeting or something like that i can just button it up real quick and it looks like i'm somewhat like nicely dressed and not just like some bum who showed up at work so yeah that's a that's a damn good answer dude um i'm gonna go in a different route though Mine is like my, my favorite shirt. Um, it's a toss up too. Cause I got two really good ones. I have, I have a star Trek one that has the enterprise on it. And like the warp drive that's coming off the engines is like this cool looking rainbow thing. I thought that was, I, I love that one. Like one, cause it looks good on me too. Cause star Trek, it's like my favorite thing. Um, and three, you know, it's a little political too. It's like, Hey, you know, power to, uh, to the LB LGBTQ community, you know, I'm with you guys. And you know, the final frontier. Um, I also have my Nirvana shirt. Um, no matter what, I don't care what happens in the future. No matter what, Nirvana is always cool. It, it's always, they're like, they're rebellious. They're kind of a punk band, but, you know, they're not a punk band because they were a grunge band. And like, because when I was a kid and I fell in love with them, they were like only cool kids liked them. To me, they're always cool. So, like, whenever I wear that shirt, I'm like, I'm cooler than anybody else that's around me right now because I have a Nirvana shirt on and you don't. So.
0: Not a bad answer. Not so bad you answer. went with a very specific, like I went with a genre. Yeah. You went with like a very specific shirt with a specific meaning
2: to you. Yep. I like that. Yeah, me too. Uh, I, 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 I'm in the same boat as Steve. I, I love a good flannel. Like that when, I could, whenever I wear one, I say it's button up season because I own so <laughs> many of them. I literally could probably wear a different one every day for like a good two or three weeks <laughs> straight. Cause I, I absolutely love a good flannel, but, um, I think for me, um, I have, I have so many, so many that I can, I can choose from, but I, I'm going to pick one that I actually bought last year. Haven't worn it a ton, but I, I, the, the design of it was so dope that I couldn't like did the, the second I saw it, if I couldn't get it framed and I wanted it as a shirt and there's this, uh, um, so there it's a, there's a giant moon backdrop and then you see the silhouettes, of each of the four ninja turtles with just the the only color that you can see is the color from their eye masks and then like silhouettes of them and their weapons and it's it's really badass looking. That I is I try to find a of awesome. Yeah. Second, uh show you guys but I, I wear this shirt literally all the time whether I'm working out whether I'm just going somewhere sometimes it's just an undershirt under one of my flannels um yeah it's 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 really badass and I, and I would absolutely get this framed if i could uh find it
1: that's that's dude that's awesome that does sound like a really cool shirt
0: and that's a nice little nugget you dropped in there graphic tee under an open flannel <laughs> super awesome saturday casual kind of kind of that's affair like, there
1: that's like my go-to when it's a casual day at work like yeah i that, yeah that's that's always a good look um I also want to add this in. So there, when I was in my in my twenties, um, I just got out of the army, and I was dating this girl who lived here, but was literally I started dating her like three weeks before she moved to San Diego, and like we like really hit it off, and we basically like had this like cool like online like like online long distance relationship thing going on, and she worked for a company that printed T shirts with like crazy phrases on them. So there's this thing called if you look it up online, it's English, like it's making fun of the way mm. Japanese people say English, right? It's yeah, I, I feel bad even saying it, but like it's the reason I bring it up is because um they have a website Well, because what it is is Japanese culture really likes American English phrases and they don't even really care what the words say. They just think that the English language looks good on t-shirts and like posters and things like that so it'll be like these nonsensical phrases and things like that right and she sent me this one and it said every day i polish my gun and i shoot myself in the head like a fucking rock star and i was like this makes no goddamn (laughs) sense but i love it and like it was like one of my favorite shirts for the longest time but i couldn't wear it around everybody because it's kind of inappropriate so wow Yeah. yeah
0: I don't. I don't even have a response to that. Like that's very different.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> no. That, oh, MC, that's a. That's so cool, dude.
1: That is a really cool shirt. Yeah, that's way better than my borderline inappropriate shirt I was just talking about. <laughs> yeah,
2: you I also really like, like my Central
1: City people. Track Team shirt because you know. Central life. City Track Team. That is pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Steve. Your turn on the random question generator. Uh,
0: no, I'm just kidding. I got a cool one. Um, so this generated for me: what job doesn't exist right now but will exist in the future? Hmm. Kind of, a, kind of a brain teaser. You know, kind of like where do you think things are going? Kind of question.
1: I'm gonna use the Joey Tribbiani answer. Um, cause it's the first one that popped into my head Two from, fr- from, from friend, from, fr- no, not even that one is way more inappropriate. Um, when Ross is trying to explain, cause, um, what's his name? Um, Freddie Prince Jr. Shows up to be their nanny and they were like a male nanny. That's so weird. It's like a female. What? And the women get really offended. And they're like, what's a job that only a guy can do that men, that women can't do. And Joey goes, penis model. <laughs> so like, as soon as you were like, "What's the job that's going to happen in the future?" I'm like, "Penis model." That's the first thing that pops into my head. <laughs> oh
0: my I, even... <laughs> oh, I I thought you'd stump me on your weird shirt thing, but now I don't. Oh god. <laughs> look man it's been a really stressful week at work okay (laughs) Okay. (laughs) this this pandemic has not been good on you (laughs) oh it's been perfectly fine i don't know what you're talking about
1: (laughs) it's gonna be one of those podcasts boys
2: yeah (laughs) Um, oh dark starting early Yeah.
1: yeah exactly right yeah yeah put the kids to bed don't let them listen to this podcast um In all seriousness, I think that what we're going to end up seeing is is we're going to see – I see that all this stuff is going to be happening with what's going on right now with the coronavirus. I actually think that we're going to see a lot more places go full-time, work-from-home kind of thing, and I think that that's going to be like a a thing that becomes like a niche community where it's like – If you guys have ever had somebody come into your office before, they're like they're a work life balance coach. It'll be something like that. It'll be like, how do you make yourself your own workspace at home and balance the kids and things like that? Like that's going to become like a whole like market of like subculture, like almost like a psychologist or like a motivational speaker.
0: Dude, that's a great answer. That is a great answer.
1: See, and you just thought I was going to make penis jokes the whole time.
0: (laughs) I assume that's the job they were doing working from home during your little. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So, that's, so that's you have your studio control. over here The kids are around the corner Not looking at this <laughs> <laughs> They don't need to know where daddy gets his money right? Just that he gets it right That's all that matters
1: You, you want the toys or
0: don't you
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> What about you MC Any thoughts on the Uh,
2: Well the one I just uh, it, The one I'm thinking of now it kind of exists on kind of on the low, but I I, I think that with the way that the internet is you know kind of in becoming more of our daily lives, and with meme culture being what it is now, I think being a professional meme creator for a company is ultimately going to be like a position you can apply for in the future. Because we I think in recent years we've we've seen. Uh, I mean, meme, meme rap is, some, is a genre I never thought I would ever hear of, but it's, it's a legit thing where Wait, people thing? are literally creating songs for the purpose of being a meme on the internet. We, we see companies, uh, some companies, some uh, people who are small businesses get really creative in their marketing by making memes. A friend of mine who's an author had cre- uh, cre- uh, created a bunch of memes to, to, uh, to, to help sell his book. And they worked. So I think this is something that, you know, given the prevalence of memes uh, in recent years that I think this th- – like that's a position I think is going to become more prevalent over time. I think it's a really good answer, dude, because, like, I'll, I'll tell
1: you what, like – I wouldn't say it garners me fame, but, like, people will literally come to me and be like, hey, can you help me with this? Is, like, when I send out, like, mass emails to, like, a bunch of people – um i always include like a meme or something like that and a lot of times i make it myself and they're like how do you do that and i'll show them they're like oh can you just do this for me and i was like yeah but you know you got to <laughs> buy me lunch or something like that so yeah no i'm totally i think it's a
0: genius idea yeah um so because i don't really have a good answer and when people don't have a good answer for what they do for their own thing it'll just be like an agent Or a support staff for your guys' answers. (laughs) Like, I'm going to be the guy who does all the legal stuff and I'll just take a small fee of your thing. You know, I'm just going to be an agent to help you get contracts done with different, you know, media outlets or whatever. I'm just going to be the guy who leeches off of the other creators. Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. You found this job where you go to people's houses and make uh, awesome Lego structures they can post online. I will get you clients. Give me 10 percent. You know, that's that's my answer is anytime there's a new awesome profession, there's always someone who's leeching off of the person doing that profession.
1: Yeah, I think um, another one that we'll end up seeing, too, is we'll end up seeing um, like, you know how like you'll see like things on VH1, like the I love the 80s or I love the 90s or whatever, um, or you'll like watch something on the history channel and you have like these experts Like I'm watching that thing on uh, Netflix right now uh, about the Roman Empire, and they have all these historians. We're going to have people who are going to be internet historians, who are going to be experts on the internet, who are going to be like – well, Strong Bad was something that came into popularity in the early 2000s. It was on the website um, homestarrunner.com, and it's going to be things like that. They're going to know all of the internet culture things that happened, like – Oh, the grape lady? Yeah, that was something that – yeah, like it, they'll know all of – that. that's going to become a thing.
0: That's yeah, a, not right? only that, but that yeah, you're going to have to come with some technical expertise too to go back to like archived versions of exactly. the internet and utilize it. That's interesting.
1: So uh, let's find a good question because it's my turn here. Oh, this is a good one. So what bends your mind every time you think about it? hmm that's a it's a tough one like this is i I go for i go for the deep ones but like i mean i'll start it off if if you guys need need something yeah sure so and i'm not getting religious on this so i just um let me state that up front that's okay that's
2: where i was
0: gonna go too but go ahead
1: (laughs) the thing that the thing that bends my mind every time is is the the idea of death like so right now i'm i'm living i'm talking i'm breathing like i die what happens like, I know that there's, you know, religious dogma, like there's science gets involved in this at some point, too. But like, like, what happens? Do you just just everything shut off? And that's it? Like, does your consciousness continue on like, like that? And then like, um, when I try to understand the concept of how electricity works, like that kind of throws me off too. like, I, I get it, like, you know, it powers things, but like, how is it actually generated? Like, okay, so these turbines and like, it's, yeah, that kind of throws me off too. The
0: movement of electrons, Mike.
2: Thank you, appreciate that. <laughs> Thank
0: you, Mister Wizard.
2: <laughs> yeah. I think for me, I think for me, it's it's ultimately kind of the trying to wrap my mind around like the vastness of the universe and kind of how small we are in comparison to what we currently know about how how huge the universe is. And the idea of life possibly being out, being somewhere out there beyond us. Cause I mean, we, we know the conditions that work here and we know that we are here, but then you start hearing about exoplanets and you, you hear about other galaxies and you get into these ideas of, of things being light years away. And you know, that when you're, you know, when you're seeing a star twinkle at something that exploded 4 million years ago. That we're just now being able to see in our part of the universe, and it's 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 really kind of wild to think about. Like to think it about makes it you, like that. It
1: makes you feel like just a speck, you know. Yeah, like it, yeah. I I'm, I'm with you. That's that, that that one is a mind bender too. Steve, what about you, man?
0: Well, I guess we're hitting on the big three because Mike's bringing in death. Uh, MC just kind of talked about space. Mine was was time. Um, really, just how we exist um you know we we talk we live our lives we do our things and we don't really conceptualize what is happening like like as far as time goes like it doesn't it's not a conscious thing like you don't think about how you're breathing you don't think about how you're blinking we don't think about how time is passing around us um and you know i personally obviously talked in this podcast before you know i'm a christian and everything like that i also have constantly try to wrap my mind around God's place in in time because, you know, the Bible speaks to his omnipotence and omnipresence. But then from my purview, everything is temporal. There's a time commitment to it. So, you know, juxtaposing those two things has always been such a mind bender to me. Um, and then just thinking about. I, I've always thought time travel was interesting and, and trying to think about like well, if you traveled back in time, it's not just going back. It's, it's a chronological series of events that happened, including like the movement of planets and, and these yeah. kind of things. So like it just, the whole concept of time has been a real mind bender to me. I love different little thought puzzles that go along with it.
1: That's a good one, dude. Um, yeah, same. Cause like, I love any episode of a show when there's time travel involved. I love it because I love the, the whole concept of behind it. And like, yeah, I'm, me too. Yeah.
0: But then I always goes well. What were the rules for this time travel? Because yeah. we have there's always these weird paradoxes and crap. And then just yeah. the, the the thought puzzles that go with it. But, yeah.
2: Exactly. Like um, if, uh, Be- the Because Science channel on YouTube is one of my favorite YouTube channels that brought it up a few times on the podcast here. Yeah. And like and their episode where they where Kyle actually discusses the time travel used in like Avengers Endgame, and with what we know in in the scientific community so far, how it, it seems really weird to think about, but like the rules that they use in that movie are very they're very comparable to kind of what time travel would look like now if we were to somehow try to achieve it. So it's a twenty five minute video, and I still have to watch it a couple of times to really kind of <laughs> fully grasp it. But I'm, I'm in the same boat as you. I think it's part of the reason I love like the flash so much because they deal with those type, those, that type of time travel. Um, I wasn't much of a comic reader, but in the Archie Sonic comics, that was a thing that happened a lot. Sonic traveling, traveling through time and, and meeting himself in other worlds and stuff like that. Like I'm, all of that is super fascinating to me.
1: Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm totally with you on that one too. Um, I'm going to do this because um, just like a draft, like the last, you know, you know, the 30th pick in the draft gets the first pick. I'm going to go ahead and ask the next question, too, because it ties together perfectly, because let me tell you something that I am so fucking sick of hearing <laughs> is when people say. Time time like doesn't exist, man. Time is a of man. First off, that's bullshit. Yeah, I'm totally putting on the double bird Lunsford hat right now because Here we go <laughs> like I cannot stand when people say that shit. Time is a construct of man. First off, no, it's not. Because if you take – like, let's use an orange, for example. Let's set an orange on a table and just leave it there for a week. Okay, the concept of a week, week is a establishment of man. Same with a day, same with an hour, same with a second. The names for those things. But eventually, that orange is going to, like – mold and turn gross and decay because that's the passage of time things age because if time didn't exist then nothing would age nothing would die everything would be static right. so like it, it's just it's such as I, I wish i could think of the right word for it but it's basically that's the kind of dumb shit people say to sound smart like yeah. i was just a construct of man and then it's like you say that to like a girl in a bar and she's gonna
0: be like whoa that's deep no it's not it's fucking stupid like it's (laughs) it sounds deep because you're three cosmos deep lady like get out of here (laughs) like exactly like
1: that's oh man like okay so the question now becomes it was movie quote but yeah it'll work for any quote what movie quote or any quote that you hear from other people are you tired of, of hearing
0: oh that's that's super easy that's what she said it is the laziest, stupidest joke that people say. And it's very rare for me to hear it now in a context that actually is funny. Basically, oh, ever since yeah. The Office did it, where they were playing on how dumb Michael was for continuing to use it. So yeah. it became a meta joke on the fact that he kept using it. Yeah. And that's funny to me. But people who use that unironically drive me up a wall. And it maybe maybe it's because I'm some kind of like comedy snob or something like that. But I'm like, oh, that's just so lazy. Like, that is the lowest form of you trying to get someone to smile at you. And it's like, try harder, please stop just waiting for your turn to talk and say that's what she said. Please engage in the conversation.
1: I agree with you. However, when you have somebody say something that has the double entendre, and you can say that's what she said and it works perfectly. It's the best. Yeah. We were talking about uh, like Caribbean jerk seasoning, right? And one of the girls – because because like uh, one of the girls that works with me is from uh, the Caribbean. She brought me like authentic jerk seasoning because I wanted to make my own jerk chicken. And I was so excited and she goes, oh, I put it on everything. And, you know, in fact, my husband loves – pork, and he loves it when I jerk his pork. And I looked at my supervisor, and I was like, that's what she said. Like, I mean, come on. I was like, that's perfect. And everybody laughed. It was great. It was wonderful.
0: Look, was wonderful. I'm not going to say there aren't context because obviously <laughs> anything can be an innuendo, right? The problem for me is that we all know that person where That's all they will say, and that's all they'll do, and they're constantly hunting in a conversation for a reason to inject that. And that is what I personally find to be more common than someone who just – you know, you don't even have to say it. You can just make the look, and they get the joke. You know what I mean? Like just someone going, ha, that's what she said. (laughs) Ha, ha. It's like, okay, buddy. Like, we – it's not 2003. Can we please yeah. move on from this? It's, it's over. Why don't you go ahead and quote Anchorman at me or something like let's yeah. move on. Um, but there's definitely context where you can be very witty and use a stupid overused joke in a funny way or something like that that I would really appreciate. Yeah. But something that's quoted too often, that one gets me fired up, as you can tell.
1: Uh, yeah, <laughs> but, but this is like the angriest I've heard you in a long time.
2: <laughs> this double bird Lunsford thing.
0: If I'm double bird Lunsford when I'm mad, what is Steve? Hmm, that's a good question. That, that might be the next random question generator question.
2: Pet peeve <laughs> yeah, right. Steve? What'd you say? Pet peeve Steve?
1: Pet peeve Steve? Wow. Well, that's that my bird I do like that. See, I just wrote down Steve Monick comedy snob, because that might be a new <laughs> title that I have for you. But I like Pet Peeve Steve. That's, that's a good one. Okay. But now, what's, what's MC's then? Uh,
0: oh, this would be right. hard.
2: Hmm.
0: EGR's third leg. Yeah. That <laughs> it just weak. applies in all contexts. I don't care okay. if he's happy or yeah. mad sad it doesn't matter you know
1: what i'm angry let me whip out my third leg i mean come on that's yeah yeah no.
0: <laughs> good way to end any argument i'm just gonna put it that way <laughs> <laughs> that, that does kind of stop a conversation it yeah, really does that happens but, and, you know i i have no defense to that i i can't argue with what the point you just made well now we have to leave the diner okay. see, that's where you would have said that's what she said no, that's
2: yeah. the that's where you say that and right i pretty, missed
1: it <laughs> see i didn't do it because i didn't want to offend you so there you go steve Come on! I didn't want to get one of your pet peeves, Steve. Ah. Oh my God! But
2: um, see, <laughs> what's your quote that you're sick of, man? I don't know if I have one. Yeah. I, I like, I, I I don't know. I mean, I'm sure something might come to me, but like, I I've I've been sitting here the last couple of minutes trying to think of any particular phrase or thing that kind of sets me off. Yeah. I don't know if there I don't know if there is anything the um
1: i'm I'm totally with Steve though cuz like let me tell you like as somebody who i I try very hard to be funny like naturally like whether it's impressions or whether it's just the, the stupid shit that I say but I I'll quote things from movies occasionally but that's I don't do it a lot um I hate when I meet somebody and they're like, oh, you're so funny. You would like this other person that I know who is also funny. And that all that person does is just like rattle off quotes from movies and TV shows. And and like most of the time, this is The Simpsons. And it's just like, fuck, have you ever said anything originally that was yours that was funny? Or do you, just, you're just a total ripoff artist. So like I'm, I'm with Steve too, where like those repeated ones over and over and over again get really fucking old. It, well,
2: I, in fact, I would, I would even. Well, I guess something that will make me mad then in, in that context uh, will be people who steal jokes on and repost them on the Internet as if they thought of it themselves, as if yeah. the rest of the Internet did not see the same meme or hear the same thing that you did. And there you're you up have. here trying to get credit for it like that. That Now that gets on my nerves. That's annoying.
0: Especially yeah. cuz it's like, wow, it's a good thing this hasn't been documented and easily findable that you weren't right. original on this joke.
1: Yeah. The hubris. Yeah. the There's there's entire pages like I, I think this, the, I, the Facebook page is called Fuck Jerry and that's all yeah. they do. That's literally all they do is just steal other people's shit and then try to take credit for it like it's theirs. And I cannot stand that. It just drives me up the wall. So literally like fuck Jerry, right? Like that's like fuck him for stealing stuff. So wow, that is very meta. Damn. Um <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, who wants to go next, man? We'll each do one more. Well, if we're going in reverse order, then it's Steve, then me. All right, Steve.
0: Okay, so we're going to talk about other things that we don't like about other people. <laughs> but this one's <laughs> a little different. What behaviors make you think a person is creepy?
1: Oh, that's
0: like what gives one. off that uh, creep vibe? Hmm.
1: We see this a lot when we go to cons. But it's the way guys um, approach women. So it's it's the neckbeard mentality of, like, overly, like, chivalrous and, like, overly polite and thinking that that somehow entitles them to something. So, like, right. they'll do, like, this, like like, ridiculously over, like... Overdramatic bow, like milady, you know, or like tip oh, their hat, yeah. or hold doors, or like do something stupid, like they drop something and they picked it up, and somehow like that's supposed to be some sort of connection piece, like th- that's super creepy. Like I don't understand. I was nice to her. That's it. Like every you're supposed to be nice to everyone. Yeah. Like that doesn't entitle you to anything. What the fuck, man? Like that for me like that's that's an immediate like you're a you're a creep dude like what the hell
2: it's not a bad that,
0: answer at all
2: yeah i, I would yeah I, I would yeah i would piggyback off of that too because i mean we, we we actually just had uh in the local black con community here in dc just had a very big incident that that happened that kind of related to that so, oh I that mean, dude that, yeah that yeah, guy right yeah yeah, the, yeah dude yeah so the whole thing, whole thing, and that, that even escalated beyond that because of, uh, what he, what he, you know, apparently did to a number of people over the course of a couple years in going the cons and, you know, doing that, that exact type of cringe, creepy behavior. Um, but yeah, no, I, would, I, 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 yeah, I, I've never liked, I've never liked that. I've never gotten it. You know, I've I've always noticed that. Like, I I remember seeing people do that even as far back as 2005 when I was going to the concert for the first time. And it just it just felt really weird and inorganic. Like, bro, like you've seen boobs before. Like, there's no reason to, to to be, you know, doing the most because of someone in cosplay or or whatever. Like, just relax, man.
1: Yeah, right. Like, act like you've been there. That's that's my thing. You know. Yeah. Like it's yeah. What, what about what about you, Steve? Man, I'm curious. Like how you what your take on this is. Like wh- what's an mine, automatic creep factor for you?
0: Mine is the pendulum swinging the complete opposite way from the way you guys are saying. So like you're talking about a guy who's trying to intentionally portray himself as the ultimate gentleman to a woman and everything. Mine's the one who is so overtly like, yeah, bro, I was at the strip club or what? You know, just completely like intentionally trying to portray themselves as some sort of like gross, like sex machine. I'm like, dude, you are such a creep, like act like a human being in front of other human beings. Like, I don't need to hear about you. Like just bragging in, in public about conquests and and it's just how gross you're being in front of other people. Um, I I don't, obviously I don't think any of the things you're saying are true, but even if they are, (laughs) I don't need to hear about them. I promise you, she doesn't want to hear about them get out of here. Like to me, like just false bravado and clearly fabricated stories about how incredible you are is disgusting to me. And it's like, yeah. dude, that's like a creep one Oh one for me. Come yeah. On. Yeah.
2: I, uh, I would also add in people who don't take context clues all that well. Like they, like, it, like hypothetically, like if we're, in fact, I can, I can use an example of me being, I, I was at a bookstore once, and uh i was looking at manga and uh this girl just you know just comes out of nowhere just starts talking to me about it so I, you know i entertain it because i'm like whatever you know, i like manga she likes manga too whatever right and then you know I, I get what i'm getting and then i go elsewhere to the another part of the another part of the store and then she like follows me and tries to like re-engage the conversation and i'm not really saying much of anything Kind of giving like one word answers, like ah, uh huh, yeah, that's cool, yeah that's okay, uh huh, yeah, I, I see, sure, and like it, it happened, it, it like it happened like two or three more times before I was like, all right, I'm just gonna go, cause I don't want to be here anymore.
0: Ouch.
1: Yeah.
2: It's <laughs> to defend
1: our awkward brethren just for a moment. I feel bad for for them. I feel bad for people who don't know how to properly engage. I do. Because it's got to suck, you know? But, like, at the same time, too, nobody took the time to explain to them, like, hey, if if somebody is continually walking away and they're not engaging you in conversation, then they probably aren't interested and maybe you should go away. But, like, a lot of people don't get that. And it's... Yeah, it it does suck. It's it's the worst. But like yeah, at the same time, like I always feel bad because I try to be nice to everybody and sometimes that gets misconstrued as me being like interested when I'm not. I'm like, "Okay, hey, can you yeah. just fuck off? Thanks. Please bye." Yeah. Unfortunately. Um All right, so who's up?
2: It's me. I believe MC And this will be this will be a fun. This is a fun way to kind of cap things. What are some old people things that you do? (laughs)
0: Nice. Basically, dad jokes all the time. Uh, And I feel like I'm I feel like I'm entitled (laughs) to them now because I'm a dad. So I can make these horrible, stupid puns all the time.
1: I love dad jokes so much. Yeah, they're They're the best.
0: (laughs) So that's that's Um, something I find myself doing. Way way more than I used to I am I am very cheap Now
1: that I the older I get Things and, and whether it's It's financial or fiscal Responsibility or that I'm just an old asshole. Like, I don't want to buy anything. Like I just don't, I'm like, ah, do I really need this? Nah, we don't need this. Like that's, that's literally like, that's, that's my internal monologue. Like 90% of the time it's like, Oh, you know, it'd be nice if we Ah, had, who needs to buy that? Like, and I just sound like an old man. And it's like, (laughs) um, that, that, that and man, let me, you you know, it's awesome. Go to bed early. I was just going to say, oh, I fall asleep
0: man. on the couch so hard anymore, dude. Like, it'll be 10.03, yeah. and I'm just unconscious yeah. with my laptop on my lap, and I'll wake up at midnight and be like, I gotta go to bed. <laughs> I'm, I'm miserable because I didn't go up to bed earlier. Your wife's like, hey, come on,
1: stop sleeping on the couch. Ah, I'm, just, I'm just resting my ass.
0: She's asleep beside me. Don't fool yourself. <laughs> she just fell asleep an hour before I did. I put on YouTube. She fell yeah. asleep at 9. I fell asleep at 10. We both go upstairs to bed at midnight, and we're both grumpy about it. That's just... This is our now new old people way. She's an excuse because she's super pregnant. I'm just lazy. You're just lazy. Her body shuts off because she's like literally fueling for two human beings. I just have the weight of two human beings that I'm fueling. So I just pass out on the couch. Oh, I, she she's growing a child. I ate a lot of pizza. Yeah, yeah. Like I ate enough for an adult. Pain, child, pain. So it was even. Real baby, food baby,
2: same thing. <laughs> you know,
1: hey, yeah, yeah. Who, who are we to judge, right? Um, I'm trying to think of some other old people things that I do. Um,
2: uh, I, I, know mine. Is, yeah. I, I, avoid people. I avoid places where large group, large groups of young people are congregating. <laughs> i I'm very, I am very get off my lawn at this point. Like I, I do not want to be around you and your teenage. Or young friend, I'm good. Please, I just want to be over here by myself with silence, quiet, not not no loud noises that I am not willingly subjecting myself to. Like I'm I'm good on all of that. Our um
0: oh fuck, we love coupons
2: so uh, yes. much. Oh coupons oh, the big one for me,
0: people. dude. Yeah, I don't use any social media. I, I mean, I, I'm completely unplugged from from all social media that's the oldest i think there's old people who who are even better than than me on that front
1: yeah that's that's factual yes i would agree
0: (laughs) (laughs) i think my mom has commented more on the ggr group than she has i have longer
1: conversations (laughs) on social media with your mom than i do with you
2: (laughs) (laughs) there you have it (laughs) there it is
1: there it is enjoy yeah, oh man sad. and Monica right there yeah yeah she's she's awesome though your mom's the best um what other old people things do we do um oh um com- complain about the price of things i don't really do that i'm trying to think of like other old people things like
2: that I always mean, trips- I, yeah. that. I know i do that especially at the yeah. grocery store yeah
0: nah. i'm trying to think- buy a tremendous amount of hand sanitizer and toilet paper during <laughs> that was one thing i actually didn't do i was very happy about that
1: yeah i didn't do that either thank god like we when I mean, we loaded up on groceries but that was about it but i mean we do that on a regular week
0: yeah, so i'm gonna
2: do that anyway
0: so exactly yeah <laughs>
2: I kind of um, did, but only because we were actually out of toilet paper. We needed
0: yeah. some old people stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe I read more than I. I don't know. It's probably about it, I guess. Oh, not remembering stuff. Oh, that's yeah. a good one. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah that's well, the also, other one. That,
0: like also not yeah. remembering stuff. I forgot about that one. <laughs>
1: Stuff. <laughs> yeah you know what guys i'm enjoying this so much let's give the let's give the folks a uh let's give them an extended episode here let's give them a little bit more let's do another one um steve you're up or am i up
0: uh, let me see if i can find a good one here
1: i got a good one actually I'll go for and it you. if you got a good one works, yeah, yeah. Go it. it works great for us anyways because this is like one of our favorite topics to discuss um Narrow it to one, just whichever one you can think of right now. But let's do this rapid fire. What music artist do you never get tired of?
2: My chemical romance.
1: Steve? Oh, Dream Theater. I mean, it's... Yeah, yeah, obviously. Um, Tom Petty. Quick, yeah. go steve. Are we, are we, oh, are we, the, oh, we're doing so we going. Oh, okay. 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 I, mean, I, I didn't say, fire, say fire. limited on. to one.
2: Rage against the machine.
1: Uh Wait.
0: yeah, are we'll we keep doing this all... one.
1: We'll do this one for a little bit and then we'll okay. we'll switch to another question. Okay, okay, so Rage Against the Machine. Um the foo Fighters.
0: Metallica. I'm so confused. Am I supposed to be asking a question or answering a question right now? I think we'll Forgetting
2: things. Week. I, that's yes. what I thought. <laughs> uh, atmosphere. Next one.
0: Uh, Billy Joel. Mm, that's a good one.
2: Uh, I
0: don't know who I really get? I don't know. I guess I get tired of everyone else. Uh, Arion. I haven't really gotten tired of them. Every yeah. time I listen to them.
1: It's a good choice. Yeah. I feel like you can't – well, I, I, at least I do. I, I can't get tired of the Beatles.
2: Oh, yeah. Same. Actually, yeah. yeah.
1: Same. Too much good stuff. All right. Steve, next question.
0: Uh, do you like things to be carefully planned, or do you prefer to just go with the flow? You know what? That's a really
1: – that's another old per- person thing. When I was younger, I used to love going with the flow. But the older I get, the more
0: I love planning stuff. What about you, MC?
2: Uh, I'm kind of – kind of a. it really depends on what I'm doing. Like, usually with cons, I will plan out some of the stuff I want to – some of the events I know I want to go to. But for the most part, I'm in between stuff. I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm pretty much down for whatever.
0: See, I'm right down the middle. I need a framework. I need to know, like, today yeah. we're going to go to this place. And then inside that place, I don't really care. Like, okay, today we're going to the science center. I don't care what we do in there. I wanted to go with the flow, whatever feels good. When we eat, blah blah blah. But I need to know in my day, from this time to this time, we're doing this. Like I need a framework. So kind of both, but neither. And that's my answer to that one.
1: That's I I get that. Yeah, because like there there are times where it's nice to be able to just go, just do whatever. Yeah, no, I can I can dig that. Um, all right, let me see. Let's get another one. MC, give us one
2: what's the most boring superhero you can come up with? <laughs> like, it has to be, in, like, our own superhero, or, like... Yeah, that, that's, that, yeah, that's I, I I mean, I guess either. That's what the question says, the most boring superhero you can come okay. up with.
1: The speed reader. <laughs> like, that's it. Like, he can read a whole book, but, like, he can't implement any of the stuff that he learned.
0: You just know, like, he's just really good going through, like, John Grisham novels or something like that. Like, he just... Yeah, yeah read like, all of them. Real fast, that was it. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of that's kind of boring. See, my are you, me, a, my, are you a legal expert now? No, no, no. <laughs> no none, none of it's actual legal valid. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, I don't know why, but my brain just went the cartographer. He can make really detailed, intricate maps, but no one cares because <laughs> GPS is a thing. Like everyone has their phone now; they don't need that.
1: He's phone book man. Wait, we <laughs> have the internet. It's, it's like old archaic mind. stuff that
0: who cares? Like, he can draw incredibly detailed maps, and no one cares. He's the fastest rotary dialer ever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> there was a time in the 40s when there was mass panic, and we needed quick phone calls, and he saved everyone. Now, no one cares. <laughs> <laughs>
2: What else? MC, give us one, man. You took mine. The phone book, man. (laughs) A phone book? Oh, man, that's a good
0: Uh, one. Ooh, I got a superhero one, too, in my next random one. If you were a clown-themed superhero, what powers would you have?
1: Creeping the fuck out of everybody? (laughs) Like, Mm. I hate clowns. God, I hate clowns.
0: But you're the. okay. so here's what happened. Mike, you got bitten by a radioactive clown when you were at the circus. (laughs)
1: Yeah. And now
0: you wake up and every night you transform into a clown. But you want to use that for good. What are your powers and what are you doing? Um, You're just killing yourself and that's it.
1: (laughs) Well, I would think that like every. Yeah, basically just constant murder um, or suicide. Um I would think that, like, all of your little clown gags are actually, like, ways to, like, detain criminals, right? So, like, you're pulling, you're pulling, like, the scarf out of your sleeve, right? And you just keep pulling and pulling and pulling, but you're using that to, like, lasso your, the guys who are robbing the bank. So, like, they don't even think it, because they're all, like, transfixed. That's part of it. It's a psychological thing. As soon as they see you, they all, like, they stop doing what they're doing, and they're, like, just fascinated with you. And they're just, like, laughing and, like, clapping their hands as you're, like, pulling out all of the all of the uh, handkerchiefs out of your sleeve. And then all of a sudden they're tied up and they're just like, wait, what just happened? And you're like, you've been clowned. And then, you know, <laughs>
0: that's a good point. Cause like the cycle, I never even thought about that. Like, okay. So the three of us were, it's, it's 2. AM. We have broken into a bank, cut the security alarms. We're currently drilling into the vault to break in and steal all the cash. And we turn around, there's just a clown standing there. That would be horrifying because it's obviously not part of the security system. It's just a clown standing there. I would run. I would immediately abandon our our plan to rob this bank, and I would just take off. Like, that's that's horrifying.
1: This happens in two ways, right? So there's my way where it's funny, right, and it's entertaining. But then there's also the Batman aspect of it, too, the psychological terror of, like, you hear, like, the squeaky shoes as he's, like, walking, you know, like, they squeak, like, a, like, a,
0: um, like the honking kind of squeaky, exactly.
1: yeah. Exactly, like a honking of, like, a, like, a uh, bike horn, right? And they're like, what is that? And then you hear, like, like, you hear, like, the laughter of, like, a clown. And then, like, you see, like, some confetti. And then, like, they turn around and he's, like, dangling from the ceiling, like, Batman. And you, like, wraps him up, like, one by one, you pick off each one of the, the bank robbers. Like, <laughs>
0: He's behind when, like, pops, like, a balloon dog or whatever. He... <laughs> <laughs> That's terrifying. But, like, effective, right? I mean, criminals exactly. would just be like, I am not messing with that. Yeah, exactly. Like,
1: yeah. And I feel like his his arch enemy would have to be, like, someone completely devoid of humor, right? Because – um, and a shout-out to Fantastic Forum here because they've been adding a lot of their podcasts up on GGR lately – one of the episodes they talk about is why are there so many villains that are disfigured in some sort of horrible way? And it's a really good question. Like that would be his villain. His villain would be somebody who like as a child had an accident and lost the ability to laugh at things and like can't, can't find humor in anything. So he would he, the the clown would be his powers would be useless against this guy. He would be the perfect villain for him.
0: Best villains are always the opposite side of yourself. I like that. But I just thought it was weird. There was like a weird clown. But MC, did you have an answer for the clown superhero one?
2: Really the only the only cause I like I like Mike's idea much more than what I thought of, which was pinpoint pie throwing accuracy
1: <laughs> <laughs> This is really good though, man. Like, oh my like gosh, nice. no, I'm,
2: I'm
0: just picturing clown version of MC, giant shoes, tiny tricycle. In a car chase, and he's just whipping pies at, like, their tires and stuff and just yep. spinning them out. Genius. He does,
1: like, an over-the-shoulder like over the, over the shoulder throw. They're, like – he's talking to, like, the police commissioner, and they're like, oh, no, that one's getting away. And he just throws it over his shoulder, and he's like, did they, though? Like <laughs>
0: – Oh, my goodness.
1: What is wrong with us? Oh, my god.
0: <laughs> awesome question.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: What Let me is get the a- most a-
2: ridiculous fact that you know? Oh, wow. Wow. That's hard because I know a lot of dumb
1: shit. Uh, the most ridiculous fact would be like, if you asked me a question about Disney World, I probably can answer it. doesn't matter what it is. I probably know the answer.
2: Hmm. Uh, like, I, like, flamingos like, turn pink because of the amount of shrimp they eat. That's a good one
0: uh anti-disestablishmentarianism is the longest non-medical term in the english language wow that's a good one too
1: i'm trying to think of other things that i might know
0: it's hard to do it like right off the top of your head though
2: no. yeah
1: um what's the silliest thing you've convinced someone of that yeah. were professional podcasters. Um,
0: no, um, <laughs> I'd be a good dad. <laughs> yeah, <you know>, right.
1: <laughs> the silliest thing I've convinced someone of. Um, mm. I'm trying to think. Um, oh, so remember the pop punk band in the early 2000s called the Ataris?
2: Of course. Yeah.
1: I was dating a girl at the time and I convinced her that the, it was pronounced Ataris um just because i wanted to make her look like an asshole because i'm a horrible human being and like she said it around other people and they're like oh you mean the ataris and she looked at me and she gave me the worst (laughs) fucking look and i was dying laughing you said i was ataris sorry (laughs) that
0: reminds okay so it wasn't something i did but something was done to me and it's close enough so i'm just gonna go with it it's very similar to yours um in homeroom we had um two things that would always show in like the little TVs that were in our room in high school, there was, um, channel one, which is like some kind of stupid news program. And then like our regular, like school announcements and channel one was showing like some kind of thing. You could win uh, concert tickets to the band, the calling that did that song for, I think it was like the daredevil movie. Um, and the guy in front of me, Nate, um, kind of, somewhat resembled the lead singer. He turned around to me just super serious and went, do you know my cousin's lead singer in that band? And I believed him for like a good week before he decided to tell me it was just total BS. <laughs> so, so stupid. There's no reason for me to believe that. And I, he just sold it really well. I don't know. <laughs> I felt That's... like an idiot.
1: <laughs> what about you, MC? What what was the silliest thing that you ever convinced somebody of? Uh,
2: well, when I was, uh, when I still worked in education, I actually convinced, few of my students that i was from the future <laughs> what okay hold on get into that more <laughs> well it was i mean they they only really believed they i'm from the future <laughs> What the i was really ju- i was really just i was like i thought we were just joking so i was like i just i was just like i, I was just joking around with them one day because we had some downtime and then they just kept like I think I just said something just like an, like an offhand comment and it just turned out to like actually come true like a day or a day or so later. And so then they just started asking me like all of these really random things. And so I just kind of, like I I just kind of went along with it for a while, especially cause like, I was, because I was in charge of everything. I was in control of the schedule and everything. So I could, I could, I would make stuff up like, Oh yeah. So-and-so is going to show up to our classroom today at approximately one and just kind of rode with it for a while and then eventually i was like i'm not actually from not a real thing
0: <laughs> and these were and these were high school students
2: uh, no no <laughs> these are
0: elementary
1: <laughs> kids <laughs> it's adult education classes actually steve yeah
0: <laughs> steve you were in them oh that's right i forget. i forgot uh, again yeah, yeah.
1: i'm old I'm just looking through some of these other ones, man. Like some of these are real serious and heavy and I don't know if I want to go into this after we've been having such a fun time with
0: these other ones. What fictional characters have you had a crush on over the years? Dude,
1: I'm on the same one. I'm on the same uh, one. That will will end on that one. That'll that'll work. Okay. MC who what fictional characters have you had a crush on? Uh
2: I think uh, well uh Lola from Space Jam. It's like obvious.
1: Uh oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. I
2: mean, yeah was a cartoon um, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I mean, gosh, I I can go down any number of anime characters. <laughs> Ball, yeah. I think Balma was one of my was one of my first uh crushes. Wait, wait. R- the question was 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 any fictional character? Yes. So, uh, hmm. Come back to me. I'm gonna I'm, okay. gonna, I'm gonna put a list together. You guys, have any of you guys seen Archer? Oh yes.
1: Yeah. The the yes. secretary. The secretary uh, Cheryl Carol, whatever her name is. Don't know why. Wait, Cheryl? Yeah. Really? Yeah. She's <laughs> I don't know why. Don't ask me why. It's probably because <laughs> yeah. Don't know why. It's just like, yeah, she's crazy. I don't know. Maybe I have a thing for crazy girls. Beats me. Uh that one and um after watching Air Uh Arrow, uh Laurel Lance.
2: Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: Mine's pretty similar. I remember as a young kid, always being very excited when Batgirl was in the 66 Adam West Batman. Because there there would be a different little trailer at the beginning where she would come swooping in on the Bat cycle, like the Batgirl cycle. And I always thought, like, that Batgirl. Barbara Gordon. Pretty cool. I like that.
1: (laughs) That's a good one, dude. Yeah, she was.
2: that That is a good one.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: Actually, uh, I had a crush on um, Uma Thurman's Poison Ivy.
0: Oh, that's a good one.
2: Yeah, you like you that's... would
0: not survive that relationship. Sir.
2: I I know I would not, but I would enjoy every minute of game. <laughs> <Yeah. one. laughs>
1: Might be worth it in the long run. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to think of any other ones that I had that were like, see, I'd like there's like actors and actresses. Oh that's the other one that's the one we have to end on so our friend um friend of the show she used to be your chauffeur mc uh charmaine um asked us uh, asked a question for us so we'll close on that one but um let me pull it up real quick here it's on the the group page on ggr let me see if i can find it this would have been way better if i was actually you know prepared for this
0: <laughs> no it wouldn't that, that, then it wouldn't be us mike yeah true
1: uh who is your favorite male celebrity
0: gordon ramsay easy done oh
1: that's a good one okay
2: that's a good one For a male
0: that dude just tells it like it is yeah both cooking and in life also, I'm a big, big fan of Will Arnett. I've been very much enjoying the uh, oh, the Lego, Lego shop. Yeah. Masters. Yeah. Oh, I've been watching yes. that with Jax
1: too. Yeah,
0: just everything, everything that I love as a kid, just Legos and building and creating and stuff. And then you got this super funny dude talking about it, so that makes me happy. Yeah,
2: I think for me, I'm going to go with Will Smith. I've really enjoyed this like YouTube resurgence that he's that he's been having like over the course of the last year. Where he's like detailing, you know, uh, filming Bad Boys 3 and going skydiving and and doing just doing all these really weird zany things that you kind of don't really expect. But it's been like a a nice kind of peek behind the curtain for someone who, you know, isn't actually very isn't all that public about, like, you know, what he does aside like outside of acting. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah
1: yeah that's a good answer mine mine's easy local local boy was in the biggest goddamn band of the 90s um is also in my favorite band of all time and that's the Foo Fighters and it's Dave Grohl like, like he's my favorite by far like if I ever got to meet him I, I don't even know if I could formulate words I would just be so excited
0: we're gonna make that happen because I, w- I would like to see the thing that finally gets Mike yeah. from being able to form a cogent sentence
1: I <laughs> just feel like you you play music and, and I like it <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Remember that time when you played, when you when you played drums? <laughs> I would be, drums, because, I would be like Farley. Yeah, which time? Yeah, <laughs> that was awesome. Hey, 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 Dave, Dave, you, you you remember
1: when when you guys did MTV Unplugged when you were in Nirvana? Yeah, it was, it was a really good concert. Yeah, it was really good. I liked it a lot. It was good. Thanks for coming on the show, Dave. Yeah. Like, <laughs>
0: Oh, man, I would love I, I would pay some serious money to get you and Dave Grohl in a room if you were only allowed to do the Chris Farley impression. Like oh, you weren't God. actually allowed to be me Mike. Too. You had to do that. Oh, that would I be like the crowding <laughs> achievement of my life
1: because <laughs> I I did tell you guys what happened with me when I met Cal Ripken, right?
0: I don't think you did. Well, uh, I mean, yeah. I remember, you meet him like a Burger King or something.
1: Uh, well, yeah, no, at a uh, Roy Rogers, yeah, because he's like part owner of, of Roy Rogers. I was close. Yeah. He, um, so I'm, I'm sitting there and of course, like me and me and my anxiety riddled self, I'm like, what are you going to say to Cal Ripken when you get up there and meet him? What are you going to say to him? You're going to say something cool, right? Like, and <laughs> I think I said, um, you were my hero growing up, which is not horrible, but I think I said that, but I could have just been like barks and, and grunts for all I know. Um. <laughs> No, I think I actually I did say it, because he did this really cool thing like he's like very like focused because, you know, he's the Iron Man for fuck's sake. He's very focused and he's signing my jersey. And I go, I just wanted to let you know you were my hero when I was growing up. And he like looks up at me just like just for like a brief second, like kind of like locks eyes for just a quick second and like very slightly smiles. And he goes. Let me uh, let me class this jersey up a little bit, right? So instead of just his signature, he puts Iron Man, and he puts like the total number of games that he played in a row, and he's like like a 1991 MVP, and like adds all this extra stuff to the signature, and he's like, there you go, bud. I was like, (laughs) like it was it was just like it was the coolest thing because he was like, people always say like don't meet your heroes. No, fuck that, dude. Cal Ripken was the shit, and I feel like Dave Roll would be like that too. I just feel like he would be cool as fuck, so.
0: He's always presented himself, at least in what I can tell, like the dude you see like in interviews and stuff like that's just him. So if you like him, you probably like him in real life, too. It sounds Um, like what Cal Ripken was like, too, man. He was just he just was the dude he was.
1: Yeah, exactly. I think, guys, this is a perfect time to go ahead and put the brakes on uh, for this episode. This is exactly what I was hoping it would be. This was a fun conversation that is exactly what we are we are the great geek refuge it was a refuge away from real world for just a little bit if it was only two hours away of uh, of time that's that's good enough and hopefully this took you out of out of things for a little bit and you guys got to enjoy uh our shenanigans and listen to a really cool interview that we had with max Deshane. um check him out seventh and com. it's it's all spelled out uh, you guys get a discount, so buy some stuff from him and help support him. He's got two kids. Uh, GGR20, you get 10% off uh, of any orders is it over 20 50. or
2: 2020.
1: It's oh, I'm sorry, 2020. Thank you. GGR2020, you get 10% off of all purchases over 50 bucks. So yeah, buy some. There's a lot of really really cool t-shirts there. So so definitely check them out. Uh, don't forget that uh, Steve is not only a comedy snob, uh, but he is also pet peeve Steve. Um, we haven't figured out what MC Brooks is going to be yet, other than the third leg. So <laughs> there's that. We should
2: uh, we should ask people to submit names now that we have Doublebird, Lunsford, and Pet Peeve Steve. Let people get creative.
1: Pet Peeve Steve. Well, like the thing is, is, MC, you do such a good job with these on Twitter, with like your fake names because you're Wally Westside. Um, you <laughs> use some other ones too. I'm trying to remember some of the other ones that you used.
2: Uh, I think I had Childless Plambino. Candy. <laughs> That's fucking uh, horrible. <laughs> uh, god, I did have some killings. I'm trying to add. Yeah. I forget them so quickly. Well, you know what? We'll put them
1: up on the group page and people can can create some new nicknames for us. I think that'll be fun. There but, we uh, go. Yeah,
2: that will be fun.
1: But guys, uh, again, the website com. Um stay safe. Uh don't don't go out anywhere if you don't need to because we want this thing to end as fast as we possibly can. So um, wash your damn hands Just like that shirt on 7th and F says Wash your damn hands uh, We'll get out of this together We'll keep posting more podcasts And uh, try to entertain you as best we can But for all of us here at uh, The Great Geek Refuge uh, For Steve, for MC, for James Rambo For Ulysses Campbell and all of his crew over at Fantastic Forum uh, For all of our writers um, Thank you so much for being part of our, our lives When it comes to reading our stuff and listening to our podcast My name is Mike Lonsford And don't be a juice bag I
2: yet? Because I'm getting tired of holding this. Yeah, sure. that's what she said. <laughs> okay,
0: so Claudia Schiffer, we salute you. Sha-wing! Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website,
2: greatgeekrefuge.com for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network production, Juice Bags. (laughs) Yeah, boy.